0: Save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Hey, Sean Hannity here. If you're in a situation where you feel threatened, well, instinct, that might drive you to reach for a lethal means immediately. But we all want to avoid the irreversible consequences of using deadly force. Now enter the Burner Less Lethal Pistol Launcher. It is equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo It can incapacitate any attacker for up to 40 minutes. It's legal in all 50 states. It requires no background checks, and it can be shipped right to your door. Go to their website, byrna.com slash Hannity right now, and you'll get 10% off.
1: On the Job is brought to you by Express Employment Professionals. Express Employment Professionals is a leading staffing provider that employs nearly 600,000 people annually across more than 800 franchise locations in the US, Canada, and South Africa. Our long term goal is at the heart of our company's mission to help as many people as possible find good jobs by helping as many clients as possible find good people. It takes more than just online searches to land a job, it takes real people who will identify your talents, a person invested in your success. Express Employment Professionals understands what it takes to land a new position at a top employer or start a new career in today's job market. Express knows jobs. Get to know Express. Go to ExpressPros.com. Welcome to On the Job, This season, we're bringing you stories about people finding their professional stride by virtue of who they know, whether it's breathing new life into an age-old profession, taking the reins in a family business, forging your own path with a new idea, or landing the perfect job doing something you'd never before even considered. Today, reporter Otis Gray travels to Detroit to meet a young woman undertaking the challenges of being a self-made entrepreneur. At just 24 years old, Yulitza Jean Charles is in the thick of getting her startup off the ground and fielding innumerable tasks that come with it. Starting her business, Healthy Roots, just out of college, Yulitza's end goal is to change the world, one doll at a time. Here's Otis.
2: So I spent a day in the life with Yulitza Jean Charles and her job, well, she does a lot. So I think it's just best to start at the beginning. First, she wakes up at 7. She does yoga. And before she leaves the house, she has her makeup and hair routine.
3: Um, I'm very much a fashion over person.
2: She's got a big day, and she wants to look good.
3: So I have to go check out the performance service. Um, and then I have mentor meetings all day and like a happy hour with mentors. So I like to look presentable for that. So people can see that I'm a professional. So <laughs> that's what i that's what I'm getting ready for now.
2: Yulitsa's company is called Healthy Roots. It's a toy company that teaches hair care to young girls of color with black dolls that Yulitsa has designed herself.
3: I'm going to do setting spray, and I'm going to try to do eyeliner really quick. We do have to go in, like, five minutes. but Also, people in Detroit drive really crazy. Oh, is that the cap? I've been looking for this.
2: At around 8, we're out the door to start the day. Unlike a lot of young people who apply for work at big places where they might find stability, Yelitsa has gone out on a limb to start her own toy company completely from scratch.
3: I still don't know my way around Detroit yet.
2: Pitching a business like this and making it work is not easy. But at 24 years old, Yelitsa is exceptionally good at it.
3: Hi, my name is Yelitsa Jean Charles. I'm the CEO and founder of Healthy Roots. Healthy Roots is a toy company that creates dolls and storybooks that empower young girls of color through hair play. I created Healthy Roots because I never had a doll that looked like me growing up. And I also didn't learn how to do my hair until I was 20. And that's crazy because I have really great hair. And there's lots of little girls with beautiful curls that don't know it yet. So that's why we made Zoe, the first doll that teaches natural hair care. She's our first Healthy Roots doll. And she's really cute.
2: That's a good elevator pitch. That seems practiced and perfect.
3: I mean, part of it is practice, but people ask me, what do you do all the time? So I have to tell them something.
2: In the last four years, Yulita has taken the doll from an idea to an actual product. She secured some funding and is now in the process of getting more dolls out to the public after a successful first holiday season. 90% of startups like this fail. So Yalitza has completely devoted her life to her company and is currently working out of a startup accelerator here in Detroit. Get that microphone out. (laughs) In a world with a lot of reliable, stable job paths, we follow Yalitza as she forges her own. Did you have a lot of dolls when you were a kid?
3: Did I have a lot of dolls when I was a kid? Uh, yeah. My mom would only buy me gifts if I did something good or if she did something bad. (laughs) Those were the only times I got dolls. I had this giant bin. Um, I had like so many different versions of Barbie. I had Swan Lake Barbie. I had the Barbie where you could pull hair out of her head and you could cut it. Um, I had tons of My Scene dolls. Um, They had the coolest fashion. Then there were the Bratz, Betty Spaghetti. Um, Yeah, I had a lot of dolls. A lot of dolls.
2: Yulita is of Haitian descent. She's first generation, but like a lot of kids growing up in America, most of Yulitza's dolls growing up were white. In a recent video that Yulitza made for her website, it shows her walking through a toy aisle at a big store, just to show how much lighter-skinned dolls vastly outnumber dolls with darker skin. Yulitza remembers one Christmas when she and her cousin were kids, a family member noticed that most of their dolls didn't look like them.
3: He noticed we didn't have any black dolls and he bought us some. And I like unwrapped it and I started crying because I'm like, I didn't want this one. This is ugly. And like, I said that and they were like,
2: you said it was ugly because it was a black doll.
3: Not because it was a black doll, but because it was a black doll. (laughs) Because it was like, to me, the doll that like they always show in the commercials was like the white one. So let's say that they had Rapunzel Barbie. They do white Rapunzel Barbie, they do black Rapunzel Barbie. Da, da, da. They got me the black one, and I didn't want that one because I want the one that is the popular one, which is always the white one. Yeah.
2: Unfortunately, Yalita's experience is not at all unique. There's been multiple studies done where young black kids sit down in front of two dolls. One is white, one is black. Then they're asked some questions. It's called the doll test, and there's videos online that you can watch just like this one.
0: Which doll is the nice doll?
2: The young boy in front of the camera points over to the white doll.
0: Which doll is the bad doll?
2: Now, one after another, the kids point to the black doll.
3: Which doll is the ugly doll?
2: A young boy touches the black doll. Why is that doll ugly?
1: because he's black.
0: Which doll looks most like you?
1: Like
0: Yeah, which one looks like you. And that one.
1: Okay. Doll.
2: She points to the black doll. The videos can be pretty hard to watch, but they're a big part of why Ulitsa does what she does at all. Because her mantra is that young black kids need to see themselves represented in a positive way. Because that hasn't been the case for a long, long time. In Yelitsa's experience, a lot of that had to do with her parents coming to the U.S. to give her a better future and encouraging her to just be successful.
3: They were just like, do whatever you got to do to to learn, to grow, to be successful. And for a lot of people, that looks like whiteness, like assimilating or like acting white. I actively participated in anti-blackness as a kid. I like didn't always play with the black kids. Or like I didn't listen to certain music because I thought that's what black kids listen to. Or I didn't watch certain things because I thought that's what black kids listen to or watched. And I um, did those things because I didn't want to get treated like them because I saw how they got treated. And it wasn't. And then I. It wasn't until I got older that I learned how problematic that was.
2: So as a teenager, Yelita straightened her natural curls to appeal to the kind of European standard of beauty: straight, long hair. But there was a pivotal moment in college when she was an illustration major at Rhode Island School of Design. It was when a friend of hers, who was also black, made a pretty big decision.
3: Um, She had really big hair. She had cut off all her hair. And I was like, yo, what are you doing? And she was like, you know, I've just never seen my natural hair. And I was like, wow, I too have never seen my natural hair.
2: So this experience started really feeding into Yelitsa's artwork. And at one point, she was taking an illustration class, and a teacher assigned them all fairy tale characters to recreate. Yulita was assigned Rapunzel.
3: And I redesigned her and turned her into a little black girl with kinky curly hair, because I wanted to show black girls that we're princesses, we're beautiful, we don't have to change the way that we look to be these princesses. And everyone was like, this looks like a doll, this looks like a doll, have you thought about making a doll? I took that conversation to Facebook and like over a hundred comments later, I realized that there was a shared experience for a lot of black women where they didn't have products that looked like them when they were growing up, specifically talking about dolls or like sharing pictures of the black dolls they did have and realizing there was an opportunity there.
2: She came up with the name Healthy Roots and started doing heavy research into the psychological effects of toys on kids.
3: And I ultimately learned that toys have a huge influence on children. They influence how you think, act, and see yourself. So when little black girls can't find dolls that look like them, it negatively impacts their self-esteem. And so when I created Zoe, I made her more than just a brown doll. She has hair that girls can style just like their own and learn how to not only love their hair, but take care of it properly.
2: Zoe, the doll that you lead to design, stands at about 18 inches tall.
3: Um Zoe has these big beautiful chocolate brown eyes and these really cute little like pink lips and um, a little bit of blush and she has this very round adorable face. And um she's these big beautiful curls that frame her face. We've developed a personality for her which is like a little sassy um, and very um Strong will. She's like very confident in herself and will not let people talk badly about her or the way that she looks, which happens sometimes, but she can handle herself.
2: In addition to giving her a great personality, Yulita has also written a whole backstory that makes Zoe even cooler.
3: Her story is actually that she went through the big chop, which is um, what we call it when you cut off all your hair, um, because she went she went to the salon with her mom and she saw another woman there with like these big beautiful curls and she was like, why doesn't my hair look like that? And so her mom helped her learn how to take care of her hair and they did all these hairstyles, um, which are featured in the Big Book of Hair, which is our illustrated guide to teaching natural hair care.
2: Her end goal with Zoe is to fight for positive racial representation, starting with when kids are formulating their ideas about the world.
3: Which is why it's called Healthy Roots. We're getting to the root of the problem. Um, You can can stop problems by stopping it with the youth. And as long as we teach them, we can fight against it. That's what I built Healthy Roots on. Yeah, this cute doll is a tool to destroy racism.
2: (laughs) So, an amazing idea. But that was just the beginning. She ended up launching a Kickstarter campaign to fund the making of the first doll. Her goal was to raise $35,000, and she ended up raising forty-eight. I asked her what she remembers feeling now that this idea of hers was about to come to life.
3: I don't remember being excited. I think I remember just being like, oh, crap. <laughs> this is real. This is really, really real. This like weight came down on me, and I realized just how much work I had signed up for.
1: We'll get back to the story in a second. First, a word from Express Employment Professionals. A strong work ethic takes
2: pride in a job well done. This is you. But to get an honest day's work, you need a callback. You need a job. Express Employment Professionals can help. We'll connect you to the right company. We're committed to your success and never charge a fee to find you a job. Express knows
0: jobs. Get to know Express. Find your location at expresspros.com or on the Express Jobs app.
1: And now, back to our story.
2: Since the beginning, Yulita has spearheaded every task that goes into starting a business from scratch.
3: You start with your idea, check your idea, validate it, developing your product, defining your customer, defining your go-to-market strategy, I guess. Figuring out how to build your product, your cost, doing your like financial projections. Then looking at funding, <laughs> looking at building your team, thinking about your sales funnel and your marketing strategy.
2: And on days like today, she tries to split that up into meetings with mentors.
3: Communicating with the people that are managing our accounts. Communicating with my factory and tying up any loose ends there.
2: Dealing with the insurance policies for those factories.
3: Or I'm organizing meetings with people for fulfillment.
2: She spends a good portion of the day working on social media and marketing.
3: And then the rest of my day is just design work, and illustration, which doesn't get done often because it gets pushed and pushed and pushed. Uh, So that's my day-to-day.
2: That is kind of the standard day-to-day for her. But now that she's part of a startup incubator here in Detroit, that comes with all sorts of new tasks and opportunities. Like today, she's part of a startup speed dating kind of event, where her and other startups in the office go around and meet with successful entrepreneurs and business owners who can give advice and maybe even help Yalitza with her business. It's kind of like a rapid-fire Shark Tank situation. I want you to give me, like, the, the cell. Go.
3: Hi, my name is Yulitza Jean-Charles. I'm the CEO and founder of Healthy Roots. So,
2: my name's Steve. I've been doing engineering for 10 or 12 years.
3: Hi, um, I'm Yulitza. <laughs> so, I have a toy company. It's called Healthy Roots. I'm the CEO of a company called Integral. We're a product consulting company. We work with our... I think you'll be a great resource. <laughs> um, so, Yulitza. I have a company. It's called Healthy Roots. We make dolls that teach natural hair care to
2: young girls of color. I personally don't know what it takes to start a business from scratch like Yulitza, but being a freelance producer, I know the feeling of constantly pitching and feeling kind of like you're making up your own job as you go. Do you ever get jealous of people with normal jobs?
3: All the time. All the time. Happiness for me is stability. I st- I value stability over all else, which is funny because the most unstable thing you can do is try to start a business. But that's what happiness is for me. It's like knowing where knowing what I'm gonna eat, knowing where I'm gonna sleep, um, consistency and balance. And like there'll be people who reach out to me and they're like, Girl, I'm thinking about quitting my job. And I was like, Don't you quit that job, that's steady income. <laughs> You got benefits. You got insurance. You know what it's like to have insurance? That's great. Go get your teeth cleaned. Um.
2: Being a person who has quit a stable job before to do what I love, I know the liberation and empowerment of being independent and forging your own way, like Yalitza. But I also know that the grass can always look greener on the other side. And while you make this big decision to go off on your own journey... You sometimes really miss the camaraderie of a normal kind of work environment. Do you ever feel like kind of like a, like a lone wolf in what you're doing?
3: Always. I did a lot of this by myself. Um, not to say that I haven't had um, mentors help me or team members at the beginning that's helped me, but a lot of it falls back on you when somebody else can't do it. So it is very much very lonely. Uh, doing the work that i do is like a slow burn but then there's also this this chart about entrepreneurship where it's like yay this is awesome oh no this really sucks oh look it's good wait <laughs> like, oh my we're doing amazing okay we're doing just okay so it's like these crazy ups and downs there's always highs and lows and what gets me through my lows it's my end goal which is like empowering young girls of color that's my end goal as long as i'm doing work to get to that point it's fine
2: Yulitza admits that because she's constantly in the trenches of starting this business, she can sometimes forget that childlike wonder that her company is all about. But after a long day at the incubator, Yulitza got an email. It was this video that was sent to her by a young social media influencer. This little, insanely cute black girl named Jade Robinson, who has tons and tons of followers. Jade just got her Zoe doll in the mail from Healthy Roots. So, oh, describe what we're watching.
3: We are watching one of our little influencers do an unboxing. video. she's so tiny. She's so cute. I'm going to be doing unboxing today. This box came in and I've been dying to open. So I've been asking my mom and dad all day. And... They've been saying nope, nope, nope. This is from healthy food stuff. I hope gone are here because I want to go. My mom opened this a little bit for me, but I'm a big guy, I know how to do it, so let's get it. Her name
2: is Zoe, and she pretty much just looks like me. This is Zoe, guys. She she pretty much looks like me. Yeah. This <laughs> is really
3: cute. Wait, I'm trying to focus right now. Yes. Oh my god.
2: Four years after Yalitza illustrated the first sketch that would become Healthy Roots, here it is. It's real. It's alive. It's an actual business. It's a tangible thing that she created that's now in the hands of a young girl that she always hoped she could inspire. I ask her if when she sees this, does she finally think, I've made it?
3: No, I don't think anything. I'm just like, oh! It's like watching a puppy. It's like what are you thinking about? It's just your brain is sparkles and rainbows. Like it's just it feels good. It's just yeah. I don't think about anything. I'm just like, "Oh my god, this is so cute. This is so cute. This is so cute." That's it. <laughs> That's all I'm thinking. I don't I'm not thinking like, "Oh my god, another girl has gotten our doll and she's going to become a strong independent woman." Like no, I'm just like, "Wow, she looks really cute." I don't see that and go, "I did it. I'm I'm successful with this." I'm like, "Oh, she looks really happy. I want to make more happy kids." That's it.
2: You can find out more about Yulitza at www.healthyrootsdolls.com, where you can also see pictures of Zoe and order a doll today. Healthy Roots' story is far from over, and Yulitza is just getting started. You can also see this amazing unboxing video over at expresspros.com slash podcast. For On the Job, I'm Otis Gray.
1: Thanks for listening to On the Job, brought to you by Express Employment Professionals, Find out more at ExpressPros.com. This season of On the Job is produced by Audiation and Red Seat Ventures. Our executive producer is Sandy Smollins. Our producer is Otis Gray. The show is mixed by Matt Noble at The Loft in Bronxville, New York. Find us on iHeartRadio and Apple Podcasts. If you liked what you heard, please consider rating or reviewing the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. We'll see you next time for more inspiring stories about discovering your life's work.